Hello, and welcome to uh, episode four of Spurban Sprawl, a Homestuck reread and first read and hate read podcast. Uh, I'm Dijon. So boring. Sorry. I'm Julia. <laughs> it, it's Heave. Uh, and yeah, like we're, we're uh, after the incredible excitement of last week where we extended ourselves with two chapters, uh, perhaps overly boldly. Um, we attempted to go back to, you know, back back to a more quiet uh, schedule with one chapter this week, and the 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 stories punished us. Oh, but yet the stories never fucking good to begin with. It's never rewarded us, so let's fucking go. Yeah, let's just, let's just go right into it. Uh, do we recap of what the fuck happened? We see the results of prototyping the sprite. It's a Harlequin sprite, and. The Harlequin music plays again. Hussey is at his money's worth. It, instead of speaking in uh, Photoshop textures, it speaks in Florida leaves now. Well, this damn record say Florida leaves. Um, <laughs> John and Rose are uh, purple pros back and forth at each other for a while, forgetting that there's literally a countdown over his head. Yep. So that's fun. The most believable thing. He, we tried to have John fucking around with various tools and machines, but no, that's not quite machine. Uh, we'll get into this in discussion section. Uh, more inventory jokes happen. Uh, when you place the plain crucite dowel on the alchemeter, it spawns a perfectly generic object, which is a green cube. Yes, I've written down all of these fucking terms in my notes because there are so many bullshit terms. So looking for a telescope, John can now see the meteor falling directly towards him, which is what the countdown is counting down to. Hey guys, did you ever notice that Buildquist looks like Gushers? But Buildquist does not actually exist. You can't eat it. Hey, just hit Dad's home. Right. Rose is preoccupied with fixing John's bathroom for some reason. <sighs> Dad is confused by the fucked up house. We get the fucking text chat, which I don't think was important, because I just wrote down text chat in all caps in my notes and nothing further. Uh, the meteor, like, yeah, that's probably game-related. And Rose lampshades the fact that, you know, it is kind of remarkable, these people facing death who are still updating their game facts. Uh, yeah. The other conversation, uh, Dave's a misogynist. Okay. Dad got into the house somewhere. Oh, hey, we're actually engaging with the introduced mechanics of Burb. The Lady McDowell, based on a pre-punch card, you put him a lave. Yeah. The Rose is still doing a fucking bathroom. The Lady, it finally gets laved. Because, sorry, like, let's actually lay this thing was intercut with Rose still doing bathroom shit before cutting back to he was for finished laved uh, thing. He goes to put it on the alchemeter, but right at that moment, Rose is trying to move the bathtub and she disconnects, trapping John in his room with time ticking down. And that's where this ends. Uh... Yeah, not a whole not a whole lot happens, but a lot is introduced. I'm going to start with a part, the one part in this that was not good, and got a singular heh from me. Hooray! Please introduce your chuckler of the week. 
that is, uh, like, Rose has fixed the floor in the bathroom, and she places the toilet, which still has a comically large chunk of the old floor attached to it, just directly down on top of the old floor. And the only text on my page is, The Perfect Crime. <laughs> that is something you would laugh at, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Okay, fine, Mr. Fucking High and Mighty. What's your <laughs> No, I'm just saying it's it's incredibly No 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 your... No uh, just... high high arbiter of humor here. What's your high point? <laughs> it's just it's just very within your style of humor. What's your high point? I didn't have one. <laughs> no chuckles. No, none of what none I don't think there are any really like besides that, like that was that was a joke. That I was like, yeah that's yeah, that's a joke. Um, that's 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 kind of funny. You don't like inventory jokes? It doesn't even like it barely even makes the inventory joke. Yeah, did he jettisoned his PDA predictably into the neighbor's yard? Yeah, but we've done that joke like f- ten times by now. It is joke. The joke. The joke was funny. Like it was funny the first time, and then it was kind of funny when they did a twist on it. But this is just doing the same joke again. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Julia doesn't have a high point. I don't. I barely remember what fucking happened. It was just boring. Then Rose shows up, and she's like, great. Rose does great. not show up yet. Um, well, no, she shows up intact. She fucking sucks shit. They purple projects that don't just keep on replacing the same thing in more and more horrible terms. I have a low point. Yeah, what what's that? Please share. It's uh when shit's happening and you're like, oh, finally shit's happening, and then text log. Just and I screamed about it last time, but Hussey really does know how to kill like momentum in a story, huh? Yeah, I have specific notes about that, and I was let's just go through a couple of things and. Uh, more details was so there's a lot of stupid shit packed in these absolutely is nothing. So like one of the things I realized when we were doing like the inventory jokes was that the PDA like for a while wouldn't was not top of his inventory. He had to manipulate back to the bottom to do a fun joke of launching it to his neighbor's yard, so how was he text chatting on that PDA? It's like, hmm. Because... Like, I'm all for, like, overlooking this stupid shit, but Hussey just keeps on saying, like, no, I'm keeping track of this shit, and this shit matters. I don't... There's no internal consistency, so... I don't know, I don't... I've just stopped trying to find, like, where the internal consistency is, because there's none. Things happen. They just continue to happen. They'll never stop happening. The internal consistency lies in the inventory jokes, which are funny to Hussey because he's a programmer. Hussey needs to shut yeah. the fuck up. And I guess also like the, the dowels and lathe jokes, which are funny to Hussey because is that all it's not it's not programming. I guess it's programming. I guess like the I, dowel is I mean like a, I I'm going to no, be the Hussy whisperer for a second. There. I think they're funny to Hussy because uh, overwrought game mechanic. I think yeah, that's like, literally it. Now he has shifted into making Sims jokes. 
And in Sims, you need to do uh, sometimes complicated, unintuitive things with actual objects you buy and put in your house to do other actions. But does that take it up to the illogical extreme? Huh. Is I think what's going on here. Nothing happened. I, I don't like. The thing is, like, nothing. I, I don't know how to articulate how much nothing happened. Like, you keep getting a hint that something's going to happen. Oh, there's a meteor. I wonder if that will. Oh, no. Never mind. So we only have so many minutes until the meteor hits. Yeah, but, like, it's not. The time's not consistent. Because. It's, this like, may or may not be related because, um,. It could just be a coincidence, but I did look up uh, the release date of The Sims 3, and it was uh, a few days, or like less than a month, before he started doing this shit. Really? Ugh. So I feel like that's related, in that he started getting really into these like, ridiculous, uh, circuitous game mechanics, like right about the time when... Uh, the Sims 3 was getting ready to launch and entering into that last stage of uh, hype for the new Sims. Want to take his gamer card? That's like the, the, the shit with the suburb actually going, actually doing stuff with suburb. That happened at like the start of May and the Sims released at like the 12th or 13th of June. So I feel that's related. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. So Tassi has his finger on the pulse of culture. And the yeah. programmer jokes with the DAOs, those are coming, just you fucking wait. No, I don't want to, actually, if I think about it. So listen, there's, a, there's like a third device in those menus that uh, was talked about for interacting <sighs> with the cards of the DAOs. No. Uh, we haven't seen oh, that Lord. yet. I don't want to. <laughs> I cannot express how uninterested I am in what I guess is a joke, but like just a shitty fucking joke. It fucking sucks. It's fucking really infuriating, if we're being honest. Yeah, I I guess if we're on the infuriating note, I do have like for talking about the gushers thing, this this came right after uh, the John sees that it's a meteor. There's this direct quote. There is apparently no crisis so imminent that would deter you from contemplating idiotic and frivolous actions. But like, no, Andrew, you wrote this. Don't fucking chastise the reader. Right? For this. You're writing this. Uh, shit, I completely forgot. That, that was my high point. That, that, that looks like a fucking joke to you yeah like wow. when, because like the the joke the joke is that like the entire time it's it's kind of funny that the, the colonel sprite the entire time has looked like it's been looking for a high five and then at like the most dramatic possible moments he gives him the high five like, like the viewers <laughs> like he gives him the high five you guess you've left him hanging for long enough uh yeah. but dude, that that part's funny and then Huzzy ruins it with like that it was like by like going like ah, there's no reason that you wouldn't. And like you yeah, did this, no. you wrote this. 
He overly lampshades it is the problem. This is your website, idiot. It's like it's too (laughs) self-aware. This is your website, idiot. It is extremely good. Better joke than Hussy had. I th- and I think I think that's that is a like a problem that I think is going to be like I think it's going to show up a lot because like okay a, a lot a lot of criticism of like Homestuck gets like hand waved because Hussey is very self aware like he's very yeah. ironic and self aware so a lot of like criticisms of things get hand waved as like oh well, it's supposed to be like that but like this is a, it's a very distinct example of like Hussey being too self-aware and using it to ruin something. Uh, counterpoint. Um, being self-aware only really counts if you change the thing that you're being self-aware about. If you just keep doing it, then it's just it. Actually. So, no. Fuck you, pussy. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's something I think we're going to get more into as we meet the other kids and their awful personalities. Because like I think like like Hussey would say that like like oh I don't know like that like they're supposed to be terrible. Great, but you're the author, so if you know they're terrible and unlikable, wh- why? Cool, you, like you you still put like a virulently homophobic character in your comic, yeah, and give them lots of screen time. You can't be like, I know they're bad, and that's the point. Without being like, okay, but like at at a certain point, you could just make them not bad. Have you have you considered that, Andrew? Have you, have you like like if you're you're obviously not saying something about their existence? Yes. Nope. So what is their point? To be bad. Am I supposed to find it funny that they're homophobic? Yes. Uh, like fucking fingers and all he's self-aware, but the argument about it, I'm going to get ahead of ourselves. Like I yell at people for doing it all the time. Is the trolls are has to be incredibly self-aware, but trolls are just him going to the community, like, look, this is you. You're, you're this. And like, the trolls suck. They, they're awful. But they're they everyone's be, like, favorite part. They take up so much space. They are story poison. They are miserable to be. I'm so not looking... Like, like, like that is the part where I'm just gonna get start getting real tilted at this, like, when and it comes when the trolls aren't showing up. When the trolls get introduced, that is... Andrew Hussey being peak, talking self-aware, fourth-wall-breaking jackass. Great. Cool. Love it. Alright. It's going to be a three-hour fucking episode when we get to troll romance. I'm putting this out there now. I already know so much more than I want to about troll romance. It, yeah, it, it's it's such a long episode. It's going to be such a long episode. That's like a year from now, so... <laughs> oh, no. A year? Surely, I had not yes. counted, but fuck me, it's a lot. Ugh. So much. Gross. Uh, like, okay, fucking let's see, where's the first act with a troll picture? It's, like, act five. Uh, act one. So one considering, two, three, I guess, trolls are, like, key four, characters, five, it seems eight, nine, strange nine, that they nine, don't get 12, introduced until act five or whatever you just said. Oh, that's not that's bad, actually. Andrew Hussey's bad at storytelling. Pass it on. Yeah, so as, assuming we're going uh, one chapter every week, it will be almost a year before we get to the trolls. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> nope. Oh. 
cool, good writing, like, I guess. I, I think they show up in text, and I'm doing a very unscientific method of what is the first chapter that the trolls are important enough to show up in the chapter thumbnail. Okay. Well, I mean, that's probably the best way to do it, right? So, like, I could not actually tell you when they show up, but... Oh, man, it's going to be a while. Real fucking excited. That's all right. Then we can start talking about spit buckets, and that'll be fun. Oh, boy. Again, it's not spit. We'll get there. So excited. For the fans, fans, it's spit. Fucking anyway. Dave is a fucking misogynist. Yeah. Yeah. Just a whole... Just the chat of him going, damn, damn women, damn flighty broads. Great. Which, not only is he a misogynist, he's a fucking 1920s misogynist. Yeah, fucking 50s. Ah, a broad walked into my office. Tall glass of water, see? Oh, and just, just, just for some color, he slips in a yo mama joke. Uh, yeah. Did you forget uh, when this was written? Let me help you remember. No, even in 2009, that was not acceptable. I don't mean like I mean, social. Yeah, I mean, the, that you can't make that joke anymore, bro. It's just, it's Dan. It's done. I mean, I guess like, 2009 was way past uh, time for yo mama jokes. Right around the good time for like casual transphobia, though. Yeah. Great. This sucks. Hey, remember when people told us that this was like really queer affirming and shit? Yeah, no, it's cool. It's... <sighs> Andrew Hussey gets so much credit for being a, a, a LGBT ally. and He's fucking not. He's not. It's just for clarity, and this is for part where you skip forward five seconds. Uh, it's, it says, your mama's dick. It's bigger than your mama's dick. It fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Huh. I love transphobia. It's my favorite thing to read about. Just fucking fuck you, hussy. I, I know this from fan reaction. I'm not nearly as in touch for fan community as both of you are slash were, but People liked Dave. People thought Dave was unironically cool in his cool. irony. <laughs> from what I from what I have gathered, Dave, there's a lot of Dave discourse or Dave course. Uh, we'll, I, we'll get into that once it starts to become more uh, something that we can actually understand because we have context. I guess, but it, I feel like the context is Dave fucking sucks. No, he doesn't. He's super cool. Eh, he's not. Much. Actually, he's ironically homo- homophobic. So, yeah, you know. Don't you know what irony is? Yeah, no, that's just... That's it. That's just... Dave was an early example of an irony-poisoned character. So, in general, fans liked him. Yeah, ugh. Ugh. In the same way that they like the awful Juggalo clown. Again, this is 2009, so that's... Like, just when irony poisoning is starting to be this idea in the internet consciousness, I feel like. Uh, no internet historians at me, but whatever. If you're, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain to people that, like, 
ironic whatever is still yep that yeah. bad thing whatever it is ironic transphobia is still transphobia yeah like satire requires clarity of purpose yeah we're, we're like finally getting like post like into like a post irony poisoned internet which is good yeah yeah i'm super fucking excited about it like i feel like so the west wing poisoned i'm i'm a, i swear this is a an accurate comparison the west wing poisoned a lot of people for like politics it it made them weird centrist weirdos and i feel like um we're finally getting to the end of that maybe to the, the other swinging of the pendulum all the way back but I feel like Homestuck made irony poisoning really cool. And I'm just really excited for when we finally get to the backlash of like, actually, Homestuck fucking sucks, dude. I'm, I'm just. Actually, actually like, I like the style of writing is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for when we can finally like, and it's not going to come for a while. It's going to be years down the line. Like if we're being honest. Yeah, it's, it's probably ten years from now. People are finally going to be able to say like, "Homestuck is bad," and like not have a bunch of people be like, "Well, actually, if you read it like this, no, it's just bad." Finally, get that good Harry Potter swing. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel, I feel, I feel like we might be on the verge of that because people really, really don't like the uh, Homestuck sequel. And yeah, that's true. I, I feel, I feel like we're, I feel like we're on the cusp of people like growing some like self-awareness and going like i hate this i'm gonna yeah, go I, look at the old stuff oh no this is the same hive oh, swap no. going poorly too yeah people hate hive swap and hive swap like from what i've seen of hive swap literally exactly the same like yeah, same, that's what same it, writing that's what i don't understand because like the sequel and all that it, it's hussy approved like mm -hmm. hussy gave it the okay yeah so that he, means that, yeah yep yeah. Based it, on his notes, yeah, it yeah. is Billy the because child of Homestuck. Yeah, it's like it's the only thing different is that Hussey's not directly writing it, and like, like if that's the only thing that's different, and it still fucking sucks shit. Then yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, here's the thing about Cursed Child: the yeah. thing it has going for it is that it is like a effect heavy stage show it is a spectacle to see and along with that and name recognition it rolled very far on that people who just read uh the the script of it that they published as a book for some asinine reason yep uh hated it even with people who were used to reading in script format which hey why on earth would you put it out in a script format what is yeah, wrong I with just... you joe it's it's the it's it the curse child not only made people realize that in a lot of ways J.K. Rowling is just like doing a lazy cash grab, but also they it made them re-examine Harry Potter and go, actually nothing significantly different. The only thing that's different is that I'm not wearing my rose tinted glasses, and I'm just so fucking excited for when for when we get to do that with Homestuck. Yeah, and. I fucking dislike Homestuck. Here's a tip for any creator who bumbled into listening to this podcast. Just for place where you work, hang the fucking satire class clarity of purpose poster yeah. over it. 
bad person to be drilled in everyone's head who is doing anything remotely creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck's sake. Like this, this is this is how you do not put more poison into the world. Yeah, like, I what is Dave supposed to be parodying? Because like, or satirizing? Because like, the joke was lost if the, that's the case, right? Like, no one walked away saying Dave is bad. They walked away saying, "Ooh, Dave's super cool." Wow, like, Dave doesn't way up. Dave doesn't care. He's like so disaffected. Yeah, people yeah. walked away saying that Dave was cool and like if that's not what you meant to do hussy uh then you done fucked up son yeah, it's like the thing is way dave i'm gonna say talks it's the way he uh fucking ims yeah like i've run into so many people on the internet who are of that mold yeah so it's like no it's not some ridiculous satire that's just a person yeah. who's yeah. deeply unpleasant to interact with those people exist in real life. Like, here's the thing. I don't understand why him and John are friends, because Dave's whole thing is he just makes fun of John's hobbies. And, like, at a certain point, I just be like, okay, see you, bro. I'm I'm good, actually. I don't need to interact with this person. Like, yeah. why are they friends? In, in, the, in the Homestuck commentary, like, Hussey at one point, like, mentions, like, oh, man, these kids hate each other. And yeah. then, then never like expands. Never upon that. E- examines that. So like the thing is, Dave strikes me as very much this phenomenon of like the first friend you make on the internet. Yeah. Where you just that person is in so many ways a shithead, but they're like that first internet friend, so they're special in some way to you and you hold on to that friendship for longer than you should. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. the real sign of like growing up is you could you realize that like oh this person's toxic and you just let them go yeah and, and like spoilers i mean I, i'm gonna assume spoilers i don't actually know if this ever happened yeah. but i'm gonna doubt that like john and uh dave if john ever like stops being friends with dave yeah and you know what if that does happen one don't spoil it for us but two i will i will say out loud good good job hussy that's that's yeah. that's the only true way this can end, buddy. For, for as much as you say that, like none of these kids are friends. Like I disagree. I say just no one is friends with Dave. Yeah, no one wants to be friends with Dave. No like, one see, should want to be friends with Dave. We see much better, much like healthier interaction with fucking John and Rose. Yeah, the brief, brief time Jade is there. Like, she is a manic pixie dream girl stereotype, but they have, like, a nice interaction, or at least uh, her messages to John are, like, nice and, like, something a friend would say. Like, I think we're supposed to get from Dave's gift that he's actually, like, because he bought something that John actually, like, liked for some reason. Um, I feel like we're supposed to get from that that, like, actually Dave is a good friend. But no, he's still not a good friend. Yeah, no, and, like, like... Like honestly, like attempting to like 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 whitewash him with like oh well you know he's kind of an asshole with a heart of gold. Uh, no, that's shitty. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, people still an assholes. asshole. Like I don't again. I don't know how to explain to people that like if someone is something, they are still that thing, even if they're doing it ironically. 
there's still that thing. He's still an asshole. In fact, I would say that he's worse because he's like fucking being nice to someone to make them like him back, even though he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, the, Dave sucks. So many media gets this wrong and portrays that as a hard quote. Oh, that's okay then. But I love the yeah. weird set of media where the asshole who's still nice sometimes, like, he's still fucking alone in this lonely life, but. Still, I think whatever. I think I think every time I've seen like someone who is frequently defended as an asshole with the heart of gold at IRL, uh, nine times out of ten it comes out that they sexually assaulted someone or multiple <laughs> someone's. Uh well, there's some vibes from that. That's all I'm going to say in the future of Dave. Ugh. Oh boy, cool. Oh fuck. He had cool. he has certain Real. preoccupations that I do not like. Cool. I'm really excited to learn more about my cool new friend Dave. Great. And but no, even yeah, no, circling back, even when he he is like talking of trying about his gift, he's still like slagging Con Air, a movie that John enjoys legitimately, and Dave at best enjoys like, ironically. Like I don't I don't even think that we we're supposed to be like on John's side, like in that particular interaction, because this was emphatically like around the time where like it was expected and considered okay to like just be like a huge dick to your friends about the things that they like. Yep. It's a real cool time to live through that. Glad that's no longer a thing for the most part. This is also the smallest, most nitpicky thing on a lighter note, but um how the fuck are these 13-year-olds just procuring these supposedly very expensive actual movie props? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point, actually. Like, this like, is the least consequential thing, but, like, that always got me quest me. It's like, okay, what the fuck? Yeah, Christ. how are they? Great! They're incredibly wealthy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dave Schreiter, and I'm, I'm just... I'm, Child millionaire. <laughs> yeah, especially because it's old, <laughs> but Dave lives in an apartment with his older brother, and his parents are, I believe, fucking dead. So Great. Looking forward to that piece of the lore. Ah, uh, that sucks. Like he he was very literally raised by his older brother, which We'll get there. I'm not going to go into this now. So I'm just like, yeah. Where is his money coming from to buy John this? Honestly, would be a very expensive gift. I mean, we haven't met Dave yet, so maybe there'll be an explanation. I I super fucking doubt it, because this has the stink of a throwaway joke. That like a hussy was just like, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> oh, that bunny is a fruit line. Boy. Great. But it's such a fucking fruit line. Great. I'm glad that it becomes instrumental to the plot or whatever. Not even joking. Great. So stupid. I remember this so distinctly. Uh lame. Just bad. Actually, it sucks. God. Uh it it okay, it's for fucking I think I should feel the need to discuss. 
Uh, I have a few things from the uh, author commentary. Oh, fuck yeah. Great. Oh, Christ, love you're doing that. What, love to hear what a hussy boy has to say. Yeah, because um, for people who aren't uh, aware, and I guess forgot when we mentioned it in a few episodes leading up to now, uh, that Homestuck has a physical version. Ugh. Cool. Um, and this physical version has, like, author commentary for every single panel, to be honest. Um, a lot Jesus of it is... Fucking Christ, what? A lot of it, a lot of it is just noise. Oh, great. Like, like, deploy alchemeter, author's notes. It's almost like that whole balcony was specifically designed to accommodate that huge thing. Busted, hussy. Busted. Cool. Uh, sure. Cool. <laughs> Great. Yep. Uh, it was obviously some fucking editor sat him down and told him, okay, this first volume is the first, like, fucking thousand panels, whatever. Tear, write, write some commentary right? for every panel. How are you? Did you get the physical copy, Dijon? No, uh, some uh, incredible angel on the internet has uploaded uh, all of the, like, has has transcribed all of the uh, shut the fuck up commentary. Oh, boy, into a uh, boy, howdy, that Google spreadsheet for some reason. A spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. I just like the cells. But it's easy to work cell by cell that way. God, so okay. commentary is a cell, and it's easy to keep track of. Yeah, and let's see, like some a couple, like a random, random, another random choice snippet is a reminder that because this is a physical book of a multimedia experience, um, it cannot have gifts, it cannot have flash. So, like a uh, page, uh, please tell me that you, Captain Underpants. Oh, so wait, are we gonna find out how he tried to do gifts and? Flash in his physical copy of his. Please save a Captain Underpants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it doesn't. Uh, like oh. for example, what? like for uh for page uh one sixteen uh like uh page one sixteen is the first GIF of the uh Colonel Sprite kind of like glitching around. Okay. Uh, to accurately picture what the Colonel Sprite looked like when animated, close the book, get down on the floor, and flop around a bit. You are now having a seizure. That's it. He just he just, he just, describes, he just describes what the action Great. looked like and makes fun of people with, with disorders at the same time. Great. 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 Cool. I was worried that he wouldn't be like even more of a douchebag than he already is. And this was and, written uh, like recently. Yeah, I was gonna Thank say. God, this only had one volume ever released, but apparently, fucking not. No. No. They all. Someone well, is okay again. I've only ever seen one physical volume, yeah, because like no one's buying these because it's a free online comic that you can read online for free. Again, my shameful omission is I bought the problem sleuth physical copies because I really like problem sleuth. That's fine, ain't no one gonna judge you. This problem sleuth is pretty good, this whole particle. This whole podcast is for. Yeah, I was gonna say I read a little bit of Problem Sleuth. It was fine. It was good. Like I was worried. I was like, "Oh no, is this gonna be bad?" No, it's actually fine. It's good. <laughs> like, I, what happened? What happened to Hussy that he 
also it, long it, in an approachable way. And that is like a seventh for length of Homestuck. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Hussey was like had some sort of editor to tell him not to write so much fucking shit, Homestuck would have been better. Again, <laughs> like edit yourself, my man. Also, for the amount of effort he put in, is that uh, Hussey had a for problems with a separate FAQ just to talk about the science shit he was doing in the comic. Now, this isn't actually possible, but this is, uh, like, why I'm representing it this way. Okay. It's like, Promise Roof, like, as ridiculous as the story got, is still almost entirely fan-driven. Like, he's still putting a lot of thought to stuff, but I just don't feel like that attention and thought in the parts of Homestuck I've read. I've made a bunch of Homestuck fans very angry right now. Yeah, whatever. I don't... We know Homestuck fans... And, like, I'm sorry if they hear this, but it's it's legitimately bad. And, like, I'm trying to think of a nicer way to say that, but it's just not good. To me, it's not good to me, okay? Maybe it's good to you, but I would suggest maybe rereading it with fresher eyes of you having been aged by however much you've been aged. Because it doesn't, doesn't seem to hold up for me. Can I mention a couple other things from the commentary? Ass. Yeah. Uh, specifically, okay, uh, think, cast your mind back to the uh, page where uh, John examines the alchemeter in a cautious manner and ends up crawling on top of it, uh, which like takes place after a pester log which says he's going to examine. The commentary on this is, I think it's the quality snippet of dialogue, personally. A noteworthy bit of trivia. For a good while, there's a sizable class of readers which viewed the pester logs as optional reading. The only reason I can imagine this was the case is because it was a thing on the internet. When something's on the internet, it authorizes people to engage with it in the most half-assed way possible. Uh, don't skip entire chapters in books, because they're made of real actual paper, and that's some serious shit. You don't fuck around with books. Many people were skipping the chat logs, hussy, because that is not uh, the style of comic that you are creating. Yeah. Also, no. also fucking Andrew. I'll have you know that are a significant amount of people, fuck myself included, where where if for long passages in a book that's in italics, you can skip it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what italics mean for like paragraphs of text. So that's an inuer song. It's like this isn't important. Yeah. yeah I, again, it's advertising itself as a comic, but it's not. The pester logs are not comic stuff. So yeah. why are you getting mad at people skipping that? Because they came here wanting to read a comic. A yeah. And like, they're like, naturally assuming that the thing below the comic that is beneath like a, like is behind like a spoiler tag is optional reading because yeah. why, w why wouldn't it be? This is a comic. Here's my thing from a UI design point is you want to minimize the amount of clicks that a person needs to interact yeah. with your content. The more clicks yep. they have to do, the less likely they are to stick around and engage. Yep. So why would you have them have to like click onto this page and then click again to read the plot that goes with this panel. Why not have it open by default? If you 
want people to read the logs and just have in that same bounding box, just have the chat log as, hey, this is the chat log, this accompanies this action on the page. Also, why don't you just do it in multiple panels with, like, word bubbles? There's a reason comics develop the style they develop, because it's the best merger of the things you're trying to do, which is tell a story and also have pictures like this is homestuck no dialogue happens andrew hussey had he been born in silicon valley andrew hussey would have been one of those fucking guys who fucking reinvents like public transport or taxes and then claims it's disrupting whatever like he's trying to reinvent the comic but it's like maybe the one form of media that doesn't need reinvention yeah, like he, he's trying to reinvent the comic and make it fit into a format that was not created for it. Like this is a format that is created for visual gags, and he's trying to turn it. He's trying to turn it into a back back into a regular comic. Hussey would be a VC guy if he didn't get his Photoshop money uh, early on. God. Yeah, you're right. I mean, pho- photoshopping is like reinventing uh, image programs by being shit. Hut hut. Hussy would be a real uh, musky boy. That's just like a joke for one person. I'm just trying to think, like, it's it's just really distressing because, like, you said that he was putting out multiple panels a day and whatever, right? So, again, I would postulate that perhaps it would be more efficient and wouldn't lead to the five-year burnout that he experienced if he, say, release one complete comic of maybe like five to ten panels of dialogue and any optional fun reading underneath like once once a week or whatever. Perhaps, perhaps he would not have experienced the colossal burnout that he experienced. Yep. Yeah, because and like and like because like and like early on, I understand why he's doing this. But like by the time he experienced burnout, he was not shackled to the readers anymore. Yeah, he could make many panels. He could make many decisions at once. Like yeah, I I want to point this out. The amount uh, of panels he is putting out very day by day, uh, naturally, but a fairly. Uh, common amount is he put out uh like four or five panels a day okay uh at this time that's insane Uh, and sometimes more even but like four or five when you're doing reader like submissions for what you're doing i get why you would do that because you're gonna get a lot of fucking duds but as dijon said at one point he just stops doing that so why is he continuing the bad thing that he does? You, Andrew Hussey, have the power to not do this. Just release it like a normal comic, man. Just release it like a normal fucking comic. Yeah, notably, uh, the last episode we did, uh, where he was, like, fucking around for toilet and jumped into the utility room to get the sledgehammer, he posted 10 pages that day in that sequence. Wow. Let's see. <sighs> Jesus Christ, dude. That can't be good for your health. So, yeah, this, as much as, like, it 
it should be put into pages and have like dialogue or even have just the square narration boxes that Deadpool likes so much. Like this should be put into pages and have flow. Yeah. Because these are all posts at the same time. These are meant to be consumed in blocks. Yes. Like But you can't. Again, Andrew Hussey went through and updated all this shit for Flash, like when Flash was is taken off the internet or whatever. He could have, in theory, maybe like corralled them into something slightly more readable than what we get. Uh, I, I, again, this this is a remnant from what this website started out as. I I get that. This still... this started out as the forum game, but he should not have stayed with his format. No. He was shackled to his forum for no fucking yeah. reason other than his dumb brain. Other than, like, brand. When he started not really accepting reader suggestions, he should have just been like, hey, we're going to go to a once or twice a week schedule so I don't experience awful burnout. And it's just going to be like a more normal comic. And I think that will make it easier for me. But no. No, he, he continued in the worst writing format ever. And the, the point about Burnout going to, going to address is we have been over a thing about the fact that he's financially independent at this point yeah. and not be able to write too much more, but specifically the way he does it in this style, this is speculation on my point, but speculation that I think is absolutely correct is because, like before this, he was like a programmer. He was a code guy. And those are the type of people who just are used to the endless work cycle, used to working hideous hours constantly. So he, that's like how he engages with work as a programmer, I can only assume. So it's like, okay, this comic is my job now. So I'm going to engage with it like it was a coding job. I'm going to not eat or sleep. Like, that's my only assumption as to how he works this. That's insane. Like, again, this is speculation, but this is something that fits with him as far as I know. Yeah. No, I would I would say it's probably accurate. It's the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest reason we should never have crunch is homestuck actually the <laughs> biggest argument against crunch wow <laughs> because it creates people who create homestuck like who not even create homestuck but just like function like this that's insane that's unhealthy and the fact that he made like millions and he's like just chilling out at home and he's still doing this oh god there's something broken yeah. in someone Coding breaks people's brains. Yes. And again, this is speculation. This is... I refuse to read any interviews or something with Hussey. I'm just doing a like reverse depth of the author where I assume things about the author situation about by judging from his work. Fairly. You judge from his work fairly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, not, the, not, not super hard to make judgments on Hussey based on this work. Having a character be ironically homophobic or whatever probably implies Hussey had some fucking latent shit in his brain. Problems. Yeah. Again, I would like to invite uh, 
all the queer people who have told me over the years to read this because it's very like affirming for queer people. I would like you to also reread it and tell me what I'm doing wrong because it's just not it's not queer friendly. You're I feel like you're remembering the fandom and not the work that spawned it. Yeah. I mean I mean those people would probably argue like, oh no, keep reading. But I'm not mm. That's the only thing I would have hedge with this is this this comic went on for seven years. Maybe Hussey developed his person. Certainly, but like it's an eight million billion page monstrosity. If it like you if you want to onboard people, it's gotta hold yeah. up and it doesn't hold up. Yeah, and I think the beginning, like even the beginning at the time this was released was like not well received. We have this last episode where he did another hilarious uh fourth wall breaking joke about no, oh, I don't know about this new adventure on MSPaint.com. <laughs> so I I think also part of it at a certain uh point is Hussey stops interacting with her fans antagonistically through the comic. Seems that for quite a while though. Maybe maybe we will collectively like reach a point and have a revelation where it's like, oh, I get it now, but I don't I don't see it from and I swear to God, I'm trying to go into this like without being too critical. I I'm trying to go into it as critical as I would be about a book that I've heard good things about and that people have told me to read, um, and that I've tried to read several times and just have not gotten into it. I'm 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 going into it about as critical as I would for like a work of fiction or whatever that friends have told me is good. And I, I I just can't get into it. I just it's not good. Maybe it's how we're reading it. I don't think so. Maybe it's that I'm like a thirty year old adult almost and it's it's just not for me. Maybe it reminds me of how fucking shitty like my childhood was or whatever. I don't know. It's, it doesn't speak to me. It's just not good. And I don't I don't know I don't know yeah. how to to make it good. I do want to hit on as much as, you know, we self label this as like a mock hate cast and mock cast is we are honestly going into this with good intentions and trying to enjoy the story. Yeah. Uh, for what it is, yeah. but it just turns into hating this because it's awful. Like I was really the one, one of the ones who was pushing for it. Like let's let's actually do this. And now when it's time to read the next chapter of this, it's I don't want to do it. I'm filled with dread and I put it off to the last minute. Yeah, it's just it's not. And like saying that like. I still don't want to read, but I still like set aside like, okay, let's try to see what this is doing. Let's try to enjoy this, but it's still no. Yeah. But like, I I tried two times before to read this, so like, I am like still bringing stuff in with me as much as I try to avoid it. But like, I'm trying to give this a fair shake. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not like even at that point where like, like I I keep I keep trying to like I find things to enjoy like reading it and like. 
when I get to the end of a chapter, I uh, like I'm like, okay, I could I could keep reading. Like I know that at yeah. some point I'm going to not be like that anymore. Like at this point, yeah. like stuff despite the like despite nothing happening, it it at least it it just kind of happens, and I don't feel a whole lot of friction right now. And there are occasionally things that happen that, like, I think, oh, that that's a that's a that's a that's kind of a funny animation. So, I should also say I'm going I'm going into this like I'm analyzing a literary work because at the end of the day, that's what this is. And like from a critical perspective, this is not it's not literary. It's it's not good so far. Like from just like a, a completely like. This is how good books read. This is how the plotting works. This is how this all works, right? It it doesn't hold up. Like the the plot clunks to um to a halt several times. It the, the jokes land flat. There's tonal whiplash. Um, a lot of what you need to read is like basically shoved into a footnote from like a person who enjoys books and edits papers and like does literary thing semi-professionally it's it's just not it's it's not good it's not it, it just doesn't hold up as a literary work and i know people are going to be like well you have to read it like it's a comic is a comic it doesn't hold up either because you can't read it as a comic because i don't yeah. know any comics that have fucking footnotes that you have to, they're mandatory to read. Like, here's the thing about the comic is that I read a lot of fucking trash comics, the absolute garbage worst, and those are more compelling than this. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's it's helped by the fact that they have multiple panels per page. Uh, it, if you want to know the type of shit uh, I read willingly, um. There's an episode of a podcast, Extra Credit, which is called uh, Girls on Boy on Boy. <laughs> and that's just me and Dijon, where it's like compiling a bunch of terrible BL comics that we have actually read yeah. into a document. And like, I would take any of those comics over this. And like and like and like and like I re- and I and I read the comics that like he won't even touch. I read I read the awful Scarecrow romance comic because it's terrible. <laughs> Man wants to fuck a scarecrow. Not a joke. So what's the fuck a scarecrow? <laughs> I mean, I read the the Stephen A universe with the white Stephen A universe. It's not good. It's really not good. It's sorry, but no. Even that's more entertaining to me than this because at least like, and that has the same premise as as Homestuck, right? Its whole thing is like. Each comic is based on Tumblr asks that mm-hmm. Steven answers through the comic. And those are more compelling than this because they tell the, the complete story in like five to ten panels. Like it has a middle or it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Every comic is a slice that you can just read by itself or read as a whole over thing. And you could, in theory, choose like two or three places where it's like this is an okay place to start. You could onboard people to this comic. You can't onboard people to fucking Homestuck. You can't. I maintain that you cannot. Because 
Here's the places you can start. The beginning. That's it. That's, you can't you can't say like, well, you can skip all this this faff about the uh, it's not important. But no. <laughs> yeah. Like like I, I, I see people try to say like, oh, skip skip the first two acts. You can't. <laughs> no, you can't because it has critical information. If now if it had a, a structure where it was several panels per comic, like each was its own complete page, you could go, all right, you should read this page, this page, this page, and then you are caught up and you can skip to act two. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to read act two, you can read this page, this page, this page, and then you can skip to act three. You can't do that with this format. So as a comic, there's only one way you can onboard. And like, I don't, I don't understand why people don't realize this. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment here for people who are saying uh, you can onboard at this point. The reason they say that is because one of the hallmarks of Andrew Hussey's convoluted bullshit is at various points throughout the comic, uh, he will give uh, extremely long uh, detailed recaps of what has happened in the larger plot, which are fucking nightmares to read. I'm looking forward to the first time we hit one of those. Oh, Lord. Jesus, and, but that's not, that's not a great way because, to all... Because, again, 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 Andrew Hussey is a character in Homestuck. I maintain those are still not good onboarding points, because if you're onboarding... No, they're not. Read this, read this text dump. And read this Wikipedia page. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying they're... Yeah, no, I, I get what you're I'm saying. I'm saying that's what the people are saying. Well, those are still bad. That. Like, here's... I don't know. Comics? Like, Marvel Comics and DC Comics, they usually, for a long-running comic, have an overarching plot, right? But mm-hmm. you can pick up any issue and start there, and you get the gist of the story. And the reason for that is because they print so many copies of a comic and people might not be able to buy them. And if new people can't get into your fucking comic, then you will not make money. And I get and that. The... <laughs> oh, man. It... Yeah, it's okay. Tasha doesn't need money. Yeah, I get, <laughs> I get what, why he's being like that. But there's still a point to be made like, the number of Homestuck fans has plateaued. There's never going to be more Homestuck fans. I guarantee it mm-hmm. because you can't read Homestuck 2 without the context of the original Homestuck. So they're not being onboarded with the new shit because it's all a bunch of in-jokey blah 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 whatever. But no one wants to read the entirety of Homestuck to be able to join the fandom. So the set there's a set number of Homestuck fans. There's yep. a reason you don't see new Homestuck fans being created anymore. Mm-hmm. It's plateaued. And Same. the cool thing about, yeah. about a plateau is there's a sharp fucking drop off on the other side. The uh, the other thing about the major comic series is that like every few years they will reboot the series. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You have to do that to be able to have to bring new life into the series, hopefully, yeah. and and like just further, this is a thing I'm a major proponent of. Is 
you cannot let fans direct works that they are that they are the fans of, because then that just becomes drowning in yeah. fucking self-reference and bullshit. Mm-hmm. The like best things, the best things that happen to like franchises and such is when they get handed to people who are, are like, aren't otherwise fans. aren't fans or are not familiar with the lore even. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna do cool shit. Like Doom Patrol fucking sucked until they handed it over to Grant Morrison and he was like, I don't know anything about this. Let's just do my own shit. And that's how you got like the mysterious man of muscle mystery whose powers were flexing. That's how you got like a, a villain who's like his entire concept was green. He was just green. That's his whole fucking thing. It's how you got like weird Dada shit in a mainline Marvel, um, or is it no mainline DC comic? Because Grant Morrison didn't give a shit, and like that's not what's gonna happen with this. There's just mm. it's only getting worse over time as like Homesick is literally getting like handed over to the fans. To write more of it. Yeah. Here, here's the thing about handing it over to a non fan uh, to do something with is that you have to be able to succinctly describe what the original was about. Like, in, like, in essence, what is Homestuck? Give it your 30 seconds to explain. What the fuck do you say? Yeah. I don't think I don't, I've never had a pitch of like this is homestuck in a nutshell but just it's it's never happened that's that's actually a fucking great point and like like one of the one of the things that makes homestuck's fandom kind of infuriating to me is that like they have rolled with that like homestuck's fandom is like extremely like insular and gatekeepy uh, and they're very proud of that, and like, uh, and like that that extends explicitly from the fact that Homestuck is impossible to get into. There will never be any more fans, and fans love that. It, like, yes, we are the true fans. It's only yeah. for us. Point of pride that they can get into this. Yeah. I I I know this because I had the misfortune of being dragged to a Homestuck panel at an anime con, oh. and good lord, my brain was bleeding out of my ears. Yeah. Great. If we end up getting uh, uh, existential every uh, chapter, then whatever this this is going to be this this is going to be even longer than it already is. Yeah, well, uh, so I, 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 I'm saying I do. I think we've digressed enough. Yeah, I I get something first actually. Since yeah, since we are we mentioned earlier about you know how excited we are for this comic and how like we could read on. I'm going to say this is like the first time that I've actually had uh, any desire to read on because this chapter, you know, ends before this point. But the next chapter is where we are getting a Rose point of view section. And I actually kind of want to read on to see how the different point of view is handled. Yeah, things are changing. I do not remember yeah, it. no, I it's like actually something different. I did read a little bit ahead, and uh, <laughs> you're gonna be surprised how undifferent it is. Yeah, I knew that because in my heart because I have read again, like five acts of this, but 
Rose's voice is just the narrator's voice, who is just hussy. That's just what it is. As, as much as 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 much as I know it, I'm still like excited because it's the new film. Yeah, because we've been with John for two hundred plus pages. It's fucking insane. It's two hundred panels. Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> which in a normal <laughs> comic would be twenty pages, and you'd be like, okay, I'm done. Great. This is what. Well, oh, that's an where... awful first issue. Yeah, but like I could see like. Realistically, it would be like 10 pages, and it would be like two, the first part of the Homestuck epic. Uh, okay, yeah, fine. Comic terms is like, okay, that wasn't great, but I'll give him another issue to see where he's going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would still be intrigued because, like, I'd, I'd have all the information in one sitting, and like, it would, I don't know, it just would have. Say this as negative as we are, and as much as I think this is told incompetently, there is still like this germ of like a compelling idea. Yeah, I I still want to know like who sent out suburb or whatever we're fucking calling it. Who? Why is what is going on? Like I'm I'm interested in that. But there's like. Comics charging attacks of you have yeah. to deal with this unlikable situation, this unlikable character, this unlikable joke, and it's just like okay. So I, in, in a normal situation, I would have just stopped because or gone to a Wikipedia page and looked it up or whatever. Yeah, because they, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they need to focus more on the compelling aspect of yeah. you know the apocalyptic video game, which. It's certainly not original, but it is an interesting thing to have a story about. Yes. And also, normal ass kids becoming powerful anime children is something I'm always interested in. Yeah, the the standard <laughs> the standard anime buildings woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what this seems to be implying is going to happen, right? Like they're going to have cool anime. Bat style battles or whatever, and they're going to become more powerful and then beat the big bad. I, I'm interested in that. That's a fine, yeah. Like, almost all of anime at some point, on some level, has that as a fucking story of yeah, the, normal person shown in anime. powerful. I'm interested in that. Like the basic concept of like kids becoming incredibly powerful through like a video game. Like that's also a plot. I'm sure yeah. it's existed like in in real life too. Yeah, because like yeah. It, it's the shonen anime, her buildings woman, and like okay, sure. But and it stays with that for a while at least. But it's Homestuck, so it becomes something different. Eventually. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's at the end of the day, I wish Hussy had streamlined this in some way. I wish he had sat down and said, what can I cut to to really get to the heart of, because whenever I'm writing something and I write so much stuff as you fuck you two people will confirm, (laughs) I've been bombarding (laughs) you with like stuff about, okay, stop. Um, But I always sit down and like, I reread the thing and I say, what can I trim from this? That doesn't need to be said. Like, I, I think there's a, 
a, a, a real beauty in like painting a beautiful picture with words and only needing like a certain amount of words. I, I, I don't have a lot of time for a lot of words when I'm reading because I want uh, to get to the next thing. I'll, I'll say that Homestuck and uh, I promise this is probably going to get us to the closing thought. Uh, say that Homestuck could really use the uh, Dragon Ball Super treatment of just <laughs> going back and just condensing this shit down to the good part. Yeah, That's... absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I would be so here if, like, that's what the physical copies were. Just cutting out what doesn't need to be there and slimming it down. And instead, there's like a Act 6, Act 6, Part 1, Part 1, Act 2. It's fucking insane. Anyways, I'll stop bitching about it now because I'm yeah. sure that's getting annoying. Now that I've said that, home, God, Homestuck Super would be good. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> would be. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. Like, like, like imagine, like, like Hussey actually like sitting down with the entirety of Homestuck and taking what was there and writing it into like a sensible like book, yeah, or a comic I, I would, that worked. I would be super interested in that, and that's like I want, I want Homestuck to be good because I think it's it's neat when indie creators create something unique and good and use the internet to put that out. I think that's fucking great. But I don't want people copying, like, people are going to look at Homestuck and they are going to ape it and they are going to learn the wrong things from it. It's why in the 90s, every single comic book read, uh, every single comic book artist or creator oh. read Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns and took away the wrong things from it. And it's why no one could draw feet in the 90s. It's why we had blood <laughs> kill over death. People are going to take away the wrong message, and I would I would much rather like that not happen because I'd like to have good things exist in my life. It's very selfish of me, I know. That, that, that's that's so we've 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 rambled on for way too long about this chapter Sorry. where nothing happens, and uh, so I just like talking about writing and story structure. <laughs> Uh, so next time uh, we are going to be uh, reading uh, disc one, side one, part one, act one. Fuck off. Chapter. I was like, no. Six. Uh, what did uh, I go Which up is to? the final, uh, the final, the final oh, chapter fuck. of this act, yes. which is pages uh, two fourteen to two forty seven. Oh fuck me. That's all right. So we're, almost, we're almost at the end of the first leg, and. Uh, to close this out, I want to I want to give you two something to think about, um, okay. like something that I don't want to talk about now, like but something time. that I want both of you to keep in mind as we read forward, uh, which is uh, in in the back in the commentary, Andrew Hussey, uh, when the uh, the anathem and the perfectly generic object came up, uh, he mentions that with things like anathemes and perfectly generic objects locked and loaded. Spurb architecture seems to be circling widely around a game abstraction-based systemization of platonic idealism. Homestuck deals with what I'm going to roughly characterize uh, as themes. 
So I just want us to, I'm just, I'm going to take a piece of paper and I'm going to write themes on it and I'm going to write down platonic idealism and we're going to come back to this and see if this actually pans out at any point. That's one of the themes? The characters, I won't tell you this now, the, the, the characters certainly mention platonic ideals a bunch. You, you, you fucking that's unlock the, the memory. Good work. That's the theme Hussey says exists in his work? Wow, never heard of a better case for death of the author than that. Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, good night, everyone. The theme that exists is hatred and spite. That's... What the fuck? That's... Uh, that's shit! That's shit! You can't drop that beautiful ball on us. <laughs> <laughs>